Christ, you people suck. <laughs> wow. Wolverine on a Another week of N4G Radio. This is episode 548 for February 25th, 2019. On the show this week, well, how about that? On the show this week, we got the Wombat! <laughs> wow, that's really loud. <laughs> that's, well, that's because you got me before my microphone was plugged in yet. That's that's what you get for, for starting a show and Wombat joining... As, as doing, the show starts. As you're doing the intro, that's what you get. Yep. Uh, we also have Anthony. Hello. And for some reason, Drew's got a weird accent today, and he changed his name to John. What, what? <laughs> <laughs> When's Drew ever on here anymore? Oh, man, I don't know. Like, for, like, I was like, when I wake up on Sunday, I always check my phone first, because I'm waiting on a text from Drew saying, I can't make the show today. <laughs> He's become <laughs> the new Gambus. Yep. Uh, when was Gambus last on? Dude, it's been over a year. Wow. Was he not on at all last year? No. I don't think, yeah, I don't think he was. Bloody hell. Yeah. I, when I had dinner with him a couple weeks ago, I mentioned it to him. Like, He's like, what episode are you on? I'm like, I don't know, like 540-something. He's like, whoa, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Bless his heart. Yeah. Yeah. I keep, I, I heckle him. I want everybody who listens to the show to know that I heckle him. Every time I talk to him, you need to come back on the show. He's got oatmeal. I don't know. What does he do nowadays on a Sunday then? Uh, for a while there, I knew he was doing the church thing, and then he was doing like some board games with friends on Sunday or something. Okay. Yeah, so I don't know exactly what he does on Sunday, but I keep heckling him. I'm like, eventually you'll come back on the show, right? you make a special appearance. I mean, it'll be our most so- listened to episode ever. So you're telling me that he'd rather play board games with his friends than be yes. bored with his gaming friends? Probably. I was singing the same joke, but I didn't know how to word it, so I'm really glad someone... <laughs> <laughs> Anthony didn't know how to word a joke. What a joke. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Trust me, I, I feel bad for Drew having to read my reviews before mm. they're fixed. Well, he doesn't He doesn't read them as jokes, he just reads them as text. Yeah, well, I didn't say I was a good writer either. No, no. You know, this, you write, whole, this whole me being here has been a big mistake. Every writer that comes to this site that stays here is a bad writer. The ones that move on, those are the good writers. Yeah, That's right. Yeah. That's 100% accurate. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that should, be, that should be like our slogan. Come here if you suck at writing, and if you leave, you know you're good. You know you're good, yep. It's kind of like New York City in that way. If you make it here, you can make it anyway. <laughs> Oh well, let's let's just up the quality here. Are let's you start. saying that this is the New York of websites? I mean, listen, I just open my mouth and words come out. 
So I can't say with confidence one way or other what one way or the other whether that's the case. I'm just saying that we tend to um, shed people with talent. Yeah, they all go off to write books and write for bigger sites. Meanwhile, meanwhile, Ken and I have been here for 12 years straight now, so... <laughs> speaks volumes for our talent. Yeah, doesn't it? <laughs> Listen, not everybody gets to be king, Ken. Some people have to be kingmakers. Yeah, I'm, I'm content with that. Yeah, be, being a king is too much work. I ain't got, who's got time for that? I ain't got time for that. Anyway, let's talk video games. John, you want to start? You've been on the show in a while. Yeah, I can. I can fire off. I mean, there's only two games that I've really been playing this week, and uh, uh, we're talking about one of them just before the show. Yeah, um, and both the games you were playing, everybody hates. So let's talk yes. about that. Yeah, let's 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 uh, dive in. I think we'll start off gently with Crackdown. Oh, hey, man. I played that. Yeah, I'm playing it right now. Um, heaven, thank heavens for Game Pass. Um, <laughs> I think. Um, I right, let's uh, let's uh, put some context on here. I absolutely loved Crackdown. I actually didn't mind Crackdown two either. Um, it was okay. It just didn't. I didn't hit the same notes as the first one did for me. Um, but I played a lot of the original Crackdown. I loved the co-op part. Me and Laurie used to play that quite a lot. It was it was good fun, and it's been a long time. This game is. It was in the original like promo thing for the Xbox on the you know when they revealed it. Um, people have been looking forward to this, and as you said, there are a lot of people who are a little bit disappointed in how this game has turned out. I'm not one of them. I uh, I've had a lot of fun with it. Um, I agree that. My fun is probably going to be limited. I will play it. I will complete it. I don't think I'll be collecting all the orbs. Um, but I, I like the way that it looks. I like the way that it plays. It feels really, really good to, to, to shoot. And it is a bit of a dumb shooter. It is lock on target and it's super, super simple. Um, and it's, um, and because of that, it's kind of, you, you leave your brain at the door. You just sit there. You listen to some Terry Crews. He's, very talented, very funny man, um, and I think this game does it does him justice, especially the opening intro. I think it's quite funny, um, and you just go along with it. They've, you know, you you got your checklist stuff here. Your your, your agility orbs check, your um, your explosion orbs, your gun orbs, your car orbs, your fist fight orbs, and all of that stuff is is there. Um, they. Make it a little easier to level up your driving ability because that's one thing I used to hate about. That's because nobody drives in the game. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's it. It's that's one thing I hated about the the original games is that you never ever built that skill up um, because it was too much. Why would you drive? You're looking for agility orbs. You don't need to drive around. And by the time you level up your agility, it's actually faster to to, to run. Uh, but now getting in the car, you know, just doing skill uh, like tricks and slides around corners and stuff will will give you a, uh, orbs for it, which makes it a little bit easier. As does you know, as originally uh, running over uh, bad guys. Um, 
you kind of don't get penalised. There's no, well, there is a police force, but the police force are the bad guys in this game because that was the other thing that used to annoy me is that um, civilians and police force, you start getting them caught in the crossfire um, and the police will attack you. That's not the case now. You don't have to worry about that. You just dive in. Um, so when they say the police are coming, you've actually got to shoot them. It's it's a smart way to, to kind of overcome that because I used to hate that at the original. Although, but... did you know Did you know that if you do accidentally kill civilians, the militia turns on you? No, I haven't. I've not done that. I find it very hard to kill a civilian. Yeah, yeah they, um, I, I started story. shooting a whole bunch of rockets on a bridge, right. and some civilians got caught in the crossfire, and ah. the, the militia actually turned against me and came after me. But even then, once I got out of the area, they went back to normal. Uh, I've not actually had that happen. I think I've killed two civilians in my playthrough. So it's it's not happened to me, which, I, I mean, I thought that, was a, that wasn't going to happen. I didn't think you could do that. So interesting, but... By the sounds of it, it's nowhere near as bad as it was. No, definitely not. But the the problem I've got, and this is a, a problem that is reflected in some people's having a go at this game, is that um, it does feel short. Now, you've told me that it's actually a lot... This is, game is a lot bigger than the original. Um, my memory just... I seem to spent hours upon hours upon hours when um played about five six hours and i'm way more than halfway through already um and they don't it doesn't they've not brought anything new to it which in a way is fine because they tried to bring something new to crackdown 2 and it didn't quite work but then on the flip side why not just play crackdown 1 it's free it's in 4K on Xbox One X. Why not just go back and play the original? Um, so I can see kind of both sides of the argument. For me, I've had a lot of fun with it, and I will continue to. And again, I thank Game Pass. I think Game Pass, these sort of games are, in actual fact, with the exception of Forza, I think all of the releases of, uh, that have been caught into day and date with Game Pass for, for Microsoft uh, have been benefited by the fact that it, they are on there because... I would have been severely disappointed if I'd have paid $60 for Sea of Thieves. Uh, same with State of Decay, although I don't think that was $60. And I think I might have been the same here. I think by having it added to Game Pass, it means that I can play it on my PC. Uh, in actual fact, Laura's playing it on the Xbox right now. I've got it fired up on my PC. Um, having that ability, um, having the saves move over, and just kind of makes me glad the game pass is a thing and this is a, i don't mind the fact that it's not a huge you know red dead redemption kind of open world thing because i i'm paying for it as part of a subscription and i'm quite happy with that i haven't yet played the open world and um, the multiplayer yet yeah you can play like three matches and you, you're good yeah i've heard very bad things about and I know that that's a part that's powered by the cloud, which has become a, a meme of itself, I, I would imagine, at this point. Um, but seeing people play that, I have zero interest. Yeah, it's, I literally did it enough for my review, and then I did not want to go back and do it again. It's just, it, it's just, it's just kind of lame. It's kind of boring. There's just not much to it. Yeah, and also, what is it with being a different executable? Uh... 
That's very weird, isn't it? It is. I, I understand the logic behind it because it's like if I want to just play multiplayer, I boot that. If I just want to play single player, I boot that. But I don't feel the need. For... No one else does it. Do they? No. Um, no, I don't think any game other than that has done it. And I wonder if it has something to do with the cloud stuff. Like it has. Mm, yeah, uh, maybe. Or maybe it's just an option. Like one of the things, and we'll get into this in news. Is it seems like Microsoft is less about making themselves first and foremost as, as as much as they're just trying to be convenient for people. So let's say you buy Crackdown, which you should not do for $60. I agree with John on that. I even said it in my review. I would not pay $60 for this game. I agree. But let's say you bought the game and you only wanted to play single player. You just download the single player. It saves you half of the, the download. Yeah, that's true. I have actually only d- downloaded the single player. Yeah, and, and I think that's one of the reasons why they did it is just because, like, you know, people are, you know, there's a lot of hyperbole on the internet. Uh, I know, shocker, right? Really? But, you know, the data cap thing, there's a lot of people who legitimately have that issue. And if you only want to play single player, there's no reason for that other, what is it, like 12 or 13 gigs? Why would you download Mm. that? Yeah. Yeah, I get that. Yep. But, um... Anyone else want to talk about it while we're talking about it? Uh, I, I mean, I'll, I'll add my. I think honestly, I pretty much agree with just about everything you said. Um, the to me, this game is like a time capsule game. Um, it it feels like somebody packed it up in like 2010 <laughs> and um, shipped it out, and we're just now getting it. Um, <laughs> it's a discovered dis- discovered relic from the past, right? And I don't mean that as a bad thing. Um, it's just it, it really feels like a game from the late 2000s. Like yeah. it reminds me of the original Crackdown. It also reminds me of games like uh, Red Faction, uh, Red Faction, um, Guerrilla, and games yeah. like that. So it just it just feels like a game from the late 2000s, and I, th- I think that's okay every now and then. Uh, I mean, yeah. for me, I know it's been a really nice kind of palate cleanser. Because I've been playing a lot of very, very large games. Um, and yes, that's my sort of, uh, genre. I tend, that's what I tend to play most of anyway. But it's been kind of nice to just have a, like, you know, eight hour game to sort it's, of it's try brainless. to plow through. Yeah, it's, that's it's exactly a, what it is. It's a yep. brainless game. You, you know, you can turn your brain off. You, I mean, the story is, just ludicrously loose. It's, I mean, it's no different than the, the I guess it's not that much different than the, the first game. Right. Um, it's, you, you put it on, uh, what, what my experience is, I've been putting it on, I've been running around in the city, having a bit of fun, not having to think about it, turn it off, play something else. And it's been kind of, as you say, like a palate cleanse, just a, you don't have to think about because that's the problem with some of the games nowadays. For as good as they are, for as great as some of them are, you have to think too hard sometimes. And having something that's just put it on, play a little bit, have a bit of fun, turn it off is is, is refreshing in a way. Yeah, yeah, I, I agree. I don't think uh-huh. I would want Crackdown to be. You know, a lot of people complain when Crackdown Three came out. They're like, open world games have come a long way. I'm like, I don't want normal open world stuff in my crackdown. I this just, is, I just this, don't. Is, this is the type of open world I, well, I mean, there, I like other types of open worlds too, but like this is what I prefer over say something like Red Dead where there's way too much stuff to mm. do. This is like the perfect amount. I know exactly what I'm doing at all times. 
it's not like I've accidentally shot anyone. Like, I know what I'm aiming at. Like, this is very simplistic, I understand, but, like, sometimes I need that. And after, like, a week I've had where it's just not great, I don't know, this is really relaxing because it's, like, I know what I'm doing the entire time, and I just get to blow stuff up. That's great. I love that. <laughs> Everybody need that in video games. I mean, that's what Just Cause is. Um, I really like the game, the Mad Max game. It was kind of along the same lines of, like, I know exactly what I'm doing at every single moment, and I just get to watch numbers go up. Yeah, I wish you know? Just Cause was a little more... Like, Just Cause 2 was the sweet spot, because that game was just go do blow up stuff, and then 3 and 4 tried to add some of that new open world stuff, and then yeah. they were never as yeah. good as 2. I, I've, I've not played Just Cause 4. Um, it's a lot uh, like 3, because, yeah. It's... Yeah, just because of the bad experience with 3. Not that the 3 was a bad game, um, but it, it was... It just wasn't Just Cause. And it was the performance was terrible. Yeah. Um, and it kind of put me off, and I... Yeah, I... It looks like a game from things that I've seen. It just overcomplicated things with each one because it's got to do bigger and better. It's got to reiterate, especially when you're talking about a game that's had. I mean, who thought that Just Cause Four would be out at the beginning of this year of last year? It's they were so close together. It's like they they have to one up it. Well, we have to be bigger and better because otherwise people can just buy Just Cause Three. But they but they weren't the the th- the thing was is they weren't bigger than and better than two. No. They, they they just weren't as big. Just Cause Two's map is huge. To but fly was... to that uh, external island that's based off of Lost. Um, it's that's a that's a fairly long flight. And when I mean sort of bigger and better, I mean in the fact that they had a you know, bunch of they mechanics. had a bunch of systems so, yeah. that you didn't yeah, really need. Yeah, yeah, and and, and it, yeah, my, my dad's a huge Just Cause two fan. Like he played that on Xbox three sixty, PC, PS three, and finished it as much as he possibly could. Just Cause two is the fucking pinnacle of that series. It is yeah, fucking he loves that game. game. And he asked me to ask Ken, like, uh, do you, does anybody from your site have it? I want to know, is it any good? <laughs> so I asked Ken, I'm like, is it more like three? And Ken's like, yep. And I told my dad, and he's like, oh, fuck. Yeah, it, Just Cause 4 is is Just Cause 3 with all of the technical problems and shooting problems fixed. It's still a bunch of systems I don't care about. Yeah. I want to do I, the I, thing I, I, and blow up the thing. Yeah, I just want to blow up everything that's red. That's what I want to do. <laughs> And Crackdown does that, and that's the thing. It is it is simplistic in its open world design, um, and it has to be because you're chasing orbs a lot of the time. You you have to have straight edges and and tall buildings with flat roofs and things like that. It's it's part and parcel. Um, but it's it is simple. It is that brainless thing that kind of makes it uh, appealing. Is that you just switch off, play it, chase some orbs, and oh god, thank god they never brought back the moving orbs. I'm so pleased. Yes. I was worried god. that that was going to be a thing. Which, uh, <laughs> that um, but yeah, you just, it is, and that's, there's an appeal to that. And I, I, but I, I do understand the other side of the argument. Uh, there have been real hardcore fans been waiting for some, this for a long time, and it hasn't quite met their expectations and uh, you know that's whether they've got loftier expectations or whether um they were justified in thinking it should have been more i don't know i'm i'm sitting on the 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 side of yes it's it's i would have been gutted if i'd paid 60 dollars for this but on game pass i'm having a lot of fun with it it's not going to blow my mind away it's probably 
with the year that we've got, not going to maybe even scratch my top ten at the end of the year. But I'm having fun with it now, and it makes a it's real chalk and cheese to the other game that I've been playing. <laughs> Which is Anthem. <laughs> oh, oh yeah, that, that 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 exhale right, mm. right after saying the name. Yeah. Now, okay. So um, I was originally playing this on the uh, EA Access uh, ten hour thing. So I started playing it last week. Um, Kenny emailed and said, "Look, you know, do you want to take this? Because um, no one else does." Um, <laughs> <laughs> and I said, "Sure, I like these sort of games." Um, I don't know where to start. This is the thing. And I've been, while I've been playing it, I've been playing the, the things in my head about what I'm going to say about this on the page. Um, because it's a game of two halves. Yeah, it really, I've never had a bigger, like, up and down relationship with a game like I do with this game. Yeah, I agree. There is, there are some moments in that game. <clears throat> that are just phenomenal. Um, I had one of them today, a group of us, I was doing this um, uh, main mission, main storyline mission. I was, I've only been playing on my own because unfortunately I've not, I've got friends who've got the game or I've played it, but they're never online when I am. So I've been playing it with randoms. Um, so we, I got in and we just, it was a quite a bit of a meaty, part of the story um quite an important part so it's a, a bit of a long level and we just had i just had so much fun everything was going right um the the because the weapon but the weapon gunplay is fantastic um i actually really like how the guns feel now there is a lack of variety when it comes to the guns which is unfortunate it's don't expect destiny level of um variation there is none of that. There is, you've got two main weapons. Um, you've got, oh, you've got two weapon slots and you can equip them either way. Uh, but you've got hand cannons, you've got, um, shotguns, you've got pistols, uh, like, uh, SMGs, you've got assault rifles, you've got scout rifles. But they don't, rifles. they don't got... have like anything on them. They're just more powerful or faster shooting. Yes. That's it. Yes. They're either, they're, they're numbers going up. There's no, with the exception, because what, again, when you sent me the code, Lock the game. You also sent me the code because that gives you the um, Legion of Dawn edition. Now, the Legion of Dawn edition comes with some Legion of Dawn's, uh, Dawn stuff, and one of those uh, is uh, a weapon, a gun, and that one has like this modifier on it. That's the only one I've come across that does it. It's it's like if you um uh when you, it's uh, not a weapon it's one of your um your, your alt attacks or your super attacks uh basically it's a barrage of uh I'm playing as a the the regular javelin the yeah, ranger ranger yeah um so that special is a uh a barrage of uh, missiles now with the that the one that I've got equipped it's um, every like every uh, explosion or every damage uh, enemy that I kill with it, there's a twenty five percent chance was a massive explosion that will then further damage enemies in the in the area. Um, but that out of all of them is the only kind of thing that has anything like that. There are things that like do um, plus nine percent to your um, uh, shotgun ammo. Or, you know, you get like 
ammo ability, uh, am, am, ammo capacity. But there's nothing like the Destiny side of things, where there's kind of each weapon has their own kind of uniqueness. There's none of that, which is a real shame because the gunplay feels really, really good. As does the flying. The flying is there's something about it. It's fantastic. It really is. Um, the you know the the feeling you get when you run off a ledge, start to dive, then fire at the thrusters, and you're suddenly Iron Man. And this is the whole game because however good that is, about 15 seconds later you fall into the ground because they limit how much you can do. What kind of game gives you the ability of flight like that that's really well implemented and then limits you on how much you can do before crashing to the ground? It is ridiculous. I I don't understand the design choice because flying most of the time is used to travel from point A to point B in this large world. And yes. And why would you limit, why would you make me stop and run for a couple minutes just so I can fly again? Bearing in mind that some of the point to, the missions are mainly point to point stuff. So you start very destiny like, and again, I'm not saying that's a bad thing, but you start off a mission at a point. They ask you to scan something. You, scan it you protect you shoot some bad guys and they'll say oh we found something over here so it's so far away you're gonna have to fly so you fly but every time the gap is between where you are and where they want you to go is too long for you to fly in one go unless you are going through a waterfall which can help like cool uh your 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 jets down there are also um augments you can get later on in the game that do increase like the capacity but it's still not enough. Now, I understand if you want to limit hovering, because you, that's a tactical advantage. There are creatures that can only um, attack on the ground. So if you're hovering and don't go on the ground, you're kind of cheating. And I can understand that. But there's Well, there is one suit that I actually play the suit that can hover for basically infinite... Storm. Storm, Storm suit. Yes. Yeah, that, but yeah. that's because that's his job. Yes. But then... But I don't understand. Like, you, you can come up with a story conceit. Like, for example, uh, when you're hovering, you're not getting any airflow. So it, it overheats quickly. Whereas if you're flying through the air, you're constantly getting cold and it never has to do it. I don't understand because it is so good to fly in that game. But yeah. to hamper it in that way seems ridiculous. And that's the story of this game. On one hand... You have moments, and there are parts in that game where I feel that it's been really well done. The voice acting, for a start, I think the voice acting is really, really good. The facial animations, this is no mass effect Andromeda. You know what I mean? It's they've done a cracking job there. But <laughs> if you, um, they, the game encourage, encourages you to play with other people. You can play a majority of the game solo if you want, um, but it encourages you to play with other people that tells you that if you play with more people a group of people you're going to get level up faster because you share your xp and all this that and the other um so that you go into a story you maybe and the story's okay it's so far anyway um but you say you're you're following this storyline and you go to do the quest and they talk to you you're, you're colleagues talk to you over like a headpiece while you're um walking and and flying about so you get in there and you match make up and it match makes you 
into a game with three other people halfway through that mission and you've lost a load of story context because they talk to you from point to point and you don't know what you're doing. You miss out stuff that could be important. I mean, that's just dumb. Why would they do that? Why would they matchmake you through like half of the mission? I yeah. don't understand. There's a lot of really weird decisions, like the fact that Fort Tarsus feels like something that was added, which I, I, I hear it was. Well, um, for, for me, on Xbox, Fort Tarsus is almost unplayable. Yeah, because on you're... regular Xbox, not yeah. Xbox. I don't have an X. Yeah. Um, it slows down dramatically. What's funny is in the demo, it slowed down on X. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah, it was. <laughs> it was just. I mean, there's so many weird things. Like once they introduced the 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 bay, like I felt like that was supposed to be the original hub. Um, yeah, but that launch bay is really super weird. I don't like that. Meant to condense everything that you need into that one room. But it's so but much it's... for me. It's so much easier. To, like I've gotten to the point where I, I'm like you. I enjoy playing the game, and every time you force me to go back to that convoluted first person area and get new missions, I, I feel like I'm just getting lost walking around that town because it's not yes. interesting. It's uh, not it, well. It's it's not well laid out. It doesn't. There, there's no. You can't highlight markers. So when you bring up the map. It gives you these points that you can go to. This person wants to talk to you. This person's got a mission. This, that, and the other. You can you you can move the cursor over them, and it gives you a brief idea of what they are. You can't mark it. Nope. You can't mark it to tra travel. So where have I got to go for that? And um, the map, there's no map. It's like a compass, like Skyrim at the top. So there's no actual dial map that you'd normally find in these sort of. And games. you walk it's like a fucking elephant in molasses. Yeah, you move so slowly. Um, it's it's really weird. And I've, I I went and looked back at how, when they first revealed this. And yeah, I think companies are now getting passes on this because it happens too often. But this is a downgrade from, I mean, in, in the demo, they had like a big strider walking that was far more populated. And it's like, okay, I understand that you can't do this. Even on an X, you can't do this. But... Don't pretend that you can when you're advertising this game. Silly stuff like that. It's ridiculous. But um, the biggest thing for me, the biggest problem is the technical issues. Um, today alone, I've played four hours today, maybe three. It's hard crashed three times. That's yeah. today. Yeah, it's it's um, crashed a lot on me during missions. And we were playing a mission last night and there was three of us in it and one of us just got booted. It's just... And you get that little stuff. Do you get that little stutter where it goes, and then it starts yeah. again, and then it just goes crash. Yeah, you That's get kicked like... out a lot in this game. You lose progress. You, it's just there mm -hmm. are so many weird choices in this game. There's so many bad design things that feel like the, the game almost feels like it was cobbled together with like five different systems. I, this, I feel like it, it feels rushed to me. Yeah. It feels like they... It's like this is the same as Mass Effect 3. This is a beck and call to financial earnings at the end. This should have been baked for another six months at least. Yeah. I feel like... I was, I've, I've said that to a lot of people. I said this is a game that in six months to a year is probably going to be pretty rad if EA lets Bioware stick with it. No, they're not going to. That's a problem. Yeah. Um, that, I mean, the, I was going to say the loading... Oh god! Atrocious, and it takes—I mean, two minutes—and it's like 
I don't. I, the open world is confusing. I, it's pretty. It's very pretty. It looks really nice when you're out and about, but it is again with the poor map that it's got. I feel lost a lot of the time. There's a mission, and this is another bane. The 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 Legionnaires mission. There is a mission halfway. Um, I'd say about seven hours in. That basically it it's a it's a brick wall against you progressing through the story. And it's these four tombs that you have to go and find and open. They are dotted across the map. Uh, for getting to them to pain because of the way that the map is laid out and that you don't really have a, uh, a tracking system. But what pissed me off was that each uh, to to actually open the tombs, you have to do a set of challenges. Now these can be um, they've each got like four or five, uh, three or four challenges, and you have to complete them. It could be killing legendary or ultimate enemies. There's 50 of those to kill. You've got to open 15 treasure chests. You've got to do so many certain world events. Um, and it's like, it's like busy work. It's like the stuff you would do when you're free roaming, when you're out and about as a challenge. The only reason they put, and it's a ball ache to do because it takes about three hours. The only reason why they do that is to stop people from uh, completing the game on EA Access. And that stinks to me. And it's like you have to pad your game out because you give it away for free for 10 hours. So you stick in this arbitrary thing that literally is like this. It, it kills the pace completely. And it's, I don't understand why that's a thing and everyone's talking about the end game the end game's where it's out oh, i don't know that I, I to be fair i want to get there before i wrote my review because apparently that's when the game starts which is ridiculous but we'll see um have you done a stronghold yet no okay so those things are like uh what do they call them in destiny strikes yes those are kind of cool. They're very long. You get a ton of loot throughout them, and the one that I've done has this massive ball. It's the one you see in the E3 demo, the big it's spider. It's the only one that's there as well, apparently. Yeah. Isn't available. Which is crazy, because as soon as we finished it, you know, the people I were playing with was like, oh man, did that unlock another one? I'm like, nah, we could do that one again. <laughs> yeah. But uh, the problem is, is that this game's got it's doing really poorly on me. Yeah. It's not, yeah, and people aren't buying it either. That's the other problem. Yeah. And we already know from earnings calls that they expect this game to sell 6 million by the end of March. If they get half of that, I will be very surprised. And my worry now is that they, in six months' time, Bioware will be no long, no more, and this game goes gets shut down. Yeah, and here's, it's a live service. here's another problem. Um, so, and, and maybe this is just a problem in my general friend circle, but... A motherfucking divisions out in like three weeks. Yeah, yeah, and that's that's the game. I mean, I wasn't. I I played the as I said, I played the the, the uh, EA access stuff, and I said to Laura, I said this game's okay. It, there's some fun here, but I'm sorry, division comes out in three weeks. I I'm, I'm not buying it. Had it not been the fact that you asked me to review, it, I wouldn't have bought it. I would have probably stopped playing that halfway through last week and been done with it. Um, because the division and that and the game, amazing the the difference beta has. The beta for the division was, I mean, it had its problems, of course, but it was really well done. It did have any of the problems that the the beta for Anthem had. And you're talking about a an IP that's already established, a company 
that generally does okay with live service games and a company that has already had uh, two years since the last division and the difference and people saw the difference between division day one and division day 600 and there was a massive focus on improving that game that thing's going to sell gangbusters putting any kind of game that's similar to that around it is a is a fool's errand well not only that but ubisoft sticks with games even when they don't Catch fire. For honor. Uh, yeah, for honor Rainbow. caught fire. Red uh, Rainbow Six Rainbow, Rainbow Six yeah. Siege did not. Yeah, uh, steep. Steep is still getting yeah. content, yeah. dude. Yeah, yeah, that's true. And, 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 and you know what? Don't. And and like uh, you know, I, I'm not to defend Ubisoft because like they really don't need. But like even when they they had bad PR, which with uh, the DLC for. Um, Assassin's Creed there. They're going in they're going and adding more content to fix the problem. Yeah. They when um when Assassin's Creed uh Unity came out and it was a mess, they gave away Far Cry 4 for free if you wanted it. They gave you a choice of what other game you wanted. You got to keep your game and they're like, "Yeah, here's also this because they knew if you paid for the season pass." Yeah, like they're like, "Here we really did bad and we sold the season pass and that's going to be free for everyone, and it, because you bought that, what's you know, you saved yourself some money on another new release of ours. So here you mm. go. Like they're yeah, very it was good at a choice, wasn't it? It wasn't just Far Cry Four. Yeah, it was. Yeah, like something so, else. It was like a choice you could have. Which they gave you, I think, four or five different options. Yeah, it's Ubisoft's really good at making sure like their player base is you know treated well, and then they Where don't is... really do the season pass stuff with as much stuff as they used to. That used to be um, with everything, and it's not... Now they've kind of stopped that, and Division 2 is another situation. They're no longer doing a season. So I know that they'll add more transactions. And uh, honestly, though, that's nice, because, you know, there's stuff that does both. Yes, and again, it's it's keeping the player base together, and that's what it's all about. But with EA, they don't have any of that. They see something fail, they, they... well, cut it off. I, um, and I that's my worry. Was, I want to say it was Ken that brought up the point that they brought up brought out um, Apex Legends like a week or two before. Yeah. Uh, what? Yeah, that was also a very very. Bizarre. Yeah, I'm. I'm seeing that now as like a definite like oh yeah, yeah they definitely uh, probably did that for a reason. And <laughs> and and they've already confirmed that Dragon Age will be shown in March. I think. I don't know if that will be now. Well, I think it uh, will because they've got that's to. That's going to be the one that everybody wants. Yeah, yeah. I think they're already they're probably already down the path on that. I, I and there's they've already shown it enough times that. Yeah, but they. You that's say one. That, but they, if that they gets down the path with Star Wars twice. Yeah, but if that there's a difference between unnamed or not unnamed, but um, somewhat vague Star Wars game. And the next sequel to Dragon Age. Oh, if they cancel, know. if they cancel the next sequel to Dragon Age, I think there's going to be a lot of very unhappy. I, I people. agree. With the only way if it hadn't been announced, if it hadn't been announced, yeah, I don't think we'd. Would, they haven't there. announced it yet, have they? Yeah, they no, have. They, 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 they did. talked they about did there at the Game Awards. Yeah, they, they showed. Said there's a new Dragon Age. The only way Dragon Age doesn't happen, and this is a scenario that is entirely possible, is if Anthem bombs so hard that EA parts ways with Bioware or shuts them down, that's the only way Dragon Age doesn't happen. When even then, my guess would be they would try to 
make a new Dragon Age with a different team. Yeah. Assuming EA owns the license. Yeah, I don't know who owns the IP to Dragon oh, Age and Mass Effect EA, and stuff like that. Did did um, EA own Bioware when Dragon Age was made? The first one, yes. The for, the only game that Bioware did in the 360 generation that EA did not own was the first Mass Effect. Okay. Oh yeah, that was EA. Uh, Microsoft. Yeah, Microsoft published um, that, and for some reason didn't lock up Bioware because man, that'd have been a studio to have yeah. in your pocket, right? At that time, <laughs> shit. Yeah. Um. I yeah. That's I. I can imagine that EA the rights to anything that Bioware have done. Um, I also, I honestly think that Bioware are on thin ice. I just worry about how quickly EIR and like kind of the knee-jerk reactions that they have to this sort of stuff. I, I can, I can see it as being a possibility that Dragon Age doesn't get made, not by Bioware. Well, I, I don't know. Um, but it's again, I, a... I mean, I would, I don't know, but it's the problem is, is that. For as, as much as they try, there is there's, there's there are too many problems with Anthem for it to be a success. I think, um, and again, I truly believe that game should have done with coming out maybe this time next year um, and coming out more fully fleshed and, and less problematic. Because again, when it's good, what you get that taste of Bioware, but it's so surrounded by technical issues and bizarre design decisions that it just it just falls flat. Yeah, it's it's a tale of two games, and I I just don't know that once the division drops that I'm going to care anymore. Yeah, yeah, I'm I'm with you on that one. Again, I wasn't intending to buy, it and I was waiting. For the division, but, um, well, you know, you all know how long I spent on the division the first game, um, and it would have been, yeah, it it would have taken something special to to make me buy Anthem <laughs> over over that, and it just wasn't it. You want some? You want some free goodwill, EA about Bioware? Put out that Mass Effect trilogy in HD. You'll sell. You'll sell. Make the money. You'll you'll sell a bunch of those. All right, uh, let's move on. Um, anything else, John? Before I move on? No, no, they're the two main things. All right, uh, Anthony. I know you said you weren't playing much, but did you want to talk about what you nothing, are playing? Nothing. Nothing that um, people would care about, <laughs> um, which is generally the case. Uh, same stuff as I have before. I've already talked about Crackdown Three. Still uh, enjoying the hell of that. Still playing. Um, oh God, uh, Yokai Watch, which way different than I thought it was going to be. I didn't realize you actually had to like search for the Yokai. It reminds me of, and this is a name that no one's talked about in a decade. Elabits for the Wii. Oh God, I remember that game. Do you, so, so in that game, you're like picking up stuff and finding these Elabits, and like, I'm searching under cars and stuff in this game. Like, it's weird. I've never quite seen anything like it. Um, so I, I, I thought it was just a straight up Pokemon clone, and it's, it's not. It's its own thing. Um, it was really disappointing, though, to see the writing just drop off after the main cutscene of, like, oh, this is actually pretty... And then it was just like, oh, wait, that's right, this is a kid's game. Um, uh, I played a game called Chuchel, which is um, by uh, Amanita Design, which does Samorost. Um, they do some pretty weird, cool point-and-click games. Uh, Chuchel is more like watching a Saturday morning cartoon. Um, he's a cute character. It's it's it had me laughing a couple times, but um, yeah, it's definitely not their best work. Um, 
played some random Game Boy Advance games. That's about it. Um, yeah, it was basically more of the same. I've been playing Damnation. You can hear about that on Phoenix Sounds, and Screw's not here to plug. Nobody wants to hear you talk about Damnation. It's a bad we are, game. We're doing two episodes of it because we didn't find it that bad. So we're gonna. Push oh that God. I was, I was, I was like, eh, we could do another episode or whatever. Matt's like, I'll do another episode on this, and Drew's like, please don't make me play any more of it. So, yeah, that game is. I did not like that game. It, the game's not by any means great, but I also didn't find it as atrocious as some of the other stuff we've played. Um, the problem with that game is everything's brown. Every freaking thing is brown. So you walk into another little town, and guess what? It's the same as the last one. Brown. Like, okay, great. The story's dumb. But, like, and the shooting's not great, but the mobility of, like, the platforming and stuff in that, I kind of like that. I was like, all right. The shooting's not that bad. I, oh, and the motorcycle sticks to walls, which blew our minds, because we also played Sonic 06 this year um, for Phoenix Down, and that game, Sonic doesn't stick to walls very well, so... Like having something. Maybe he like, should get like, a motorcycle. Yeah, apparently. <laughs> like we were like, oh god, getting on the motorcycle, and then it's like asks you to like drive around a corner, um, on the wall. And my first response is, oh god, this is where this game becomes very bad. And I was like, oh shit, he's stuck to the wall. Okay. But um, yeah. Other than that, like it's uh, been one of those weeks of just a shitty week. So, Crackdown 3. Get Comfort it all in my system. Alright, uh, move on to the Wombat. Yep, yep. So, um, I don't really have a lot to talk about that everybody else hasn't already talked about. Well, there you go. Um, I played Crackdown 3, as we already mentioned. The one thing I do want to mention, though, um, as much fun as I'm having with the game, um, and Ken, you and I talked about this yesterday, the... Um, I have run into a very frustrating bug in the one of the towers for uh, one of the leaders. There's a spot where there's a checkpoint, and then there's an elevator that takes you up to the next level. The only way to get up to the next level is with this elevator. Um, three times now, I have gotten the checkpoint, gone up the elevator, fought some guys, died, restarted at the checkpoint, and the elevator doesn't work. Um, it's supposed to keep going up and down and it just freezes at whatever it was at when I died. So I haven't been able to find a way to fix it without quitting out to the menu and then coming back in. So that's been, uh, that's been kind of annoying, Yeah. but other than that, um, I've really enjoyed the game. Um, I also played Anthem as we discussed and, um, like I said, it chugged on me in the the hub, and you know it's a, it's a fun game, um, but I, I'm glad I didn't buy it. Uh, that's the best way for me to put it. Uh, I think the the time I got out of it on EA Access was sufficient, and if it drops in price or they make some updates to it, I will I will pick it up down the line. But um, you know, it's it's disappointing to me as a huge Bioware fan, and I do hope that it sort of doesn't lead to worse things for them as a whole um but yeah i'm I'm not um i'm not really digging it that much so um other than that 
I don't know that I've really played anything else. Um, still trying to finish up Assassin's Creed Odyssey. Um, that's really about it. <laughs> Excuse me. Yeah, Odyssey is probably going to take you, you know, next. Yeah, I'll be playing it till I'm 60. And then the DLC with that big Atlantis expansion comes out. Yeah, I'm not even thinking about that. <laughs> That'll be a game I end up picking up, and it'll be my the uh, crackdown after crackdown type game of just like easing into the flow of things. And because I, I've been interested in that game, but like knowing that there's more content, I've been kind of holding out, hoping that they'll do like a you know complete edition digitally or something on I mean, sale. They they probably will, but man. There's so much to uh, that game. Yeah, it's one of those games I'll never finish, but I'll just enjoy my time with it. Oh yeah, I loved my time with it, but at some point I was like, you know what, I just gotta stop, because otherwise I'll never play another game. Yeah, see, it's I still have Mad Max unfinished. I love that game, I'll still jump into it now and then, just to, you know, cleanse the palate, as we said. Oh, well my week has been... Interesting to say the least. Most of the stuff I'm playing, I can't even tell you about. So there is that. I, I've been playing Trials Rising, which I think the embargo on that lifts like tomorrow or something. I I don't even know. Isn't there? Isn't there a demo out for that? Much? Yeah, there's a beta. They call it a beta. But oh, yeah, sorry, yeah, beta. My bad. Yeah, I mean, I'm not allowed to give my impressions on it, but yeah, it's it's a Trials game. Yeah. You do some real. Could you could you give your impressions of the last trials game, please? You know what? I didn't care much for the last trials game because I didn't like the thing I loved about trials. The thing that hooked me on trials was the it's no nonsense. Do this track, and as you do, keep going is through the, tracks, they get harder. Yeah, is and harder. the last one Blood Dragon? Mm, was that the last one? I thought the or maybe I'm thinking of the full version, which was Fusion. Oh, uh, okay. Trials of the Blood Dragon was more like a like a Blood Dragon version of Trials. It was a spin-off with a bunch of weird platforming levels, which I just don't like that stuff. I I feel like they, they misunderstood what made Blood Dragon fun. I think they've misunderstood what makes Trials fun. Uh, Fusion, Fusion had a lot of like we want to get all this stuff involved and we want to be wacky. I'm like, you know why I love Trials? It's because you gave me four tiers of tracks. Easy, medium, hard, and expert. And I picked a track and I played it until I beat it and then I would go back and try to do better times. And they've started adding all this like, here's some races and here's some, you know, multiplayer stuff and here's a story. And I know with Trials Rising, you know, they've talked about it in, in like the pre-release stuff like here's customization items so you can change your rider and your bike and you can put stickers on them and I'm like I don't need any of that shit <laughs> just give me some more great trials tracks so I'll talk more about that next week as well as Dead or Alive 6 which I've played Ooh, quite a bit can't of say anything about that. no I mean there's a demo ah. out there there's a deluxe demo out there so you can play it um, oh cool and, well, if you want to play it, you better play it today. I think it's only running through the weekend. Oh, okay. just, um, just refer to Ken's Dead or Alive 2. Okay, you can't make a Drew joke when Drew ain't here. Hey, <laughs> Drew's not here, so I have to make the Drew also, joke. Also, Dead or Alive 2 is still the best DOA. I'm just throwing that out there. 
They're the only, they're the closest thing I get to Virtual Fighter. But, um, Dead or Alive 6, there's a demo out there. It's, it's DOA. Um, so, you know, I'll talk more about the stuff that they've added and the changes that they've made to it next week, but it still plays like DOA, which you can get from the demo. So, but there is a lot of stuff that they've done to this game that I'll talk about next week. Um, I also started up Toe Jam and Earl. Oh, yes. The new one. What's that like? It's it's um, weird to see that game in 2019. <laughs> can I can I just as the Sega fanboy, um, I don't understand the appeal of that game. Like it was interesting. It's about for being funky. Yeah, great. I I just I love Toji really, and Earl. I do. I, yeah, I mean, don't get me wrong. It's a good game. I just don't know if more of that was a thing people actually wanted or not. Well, you know, there's a lot of games that are made that we don't really think people want anymore, so, you know, Toe Jam and Earl, it's kind of harmless. I I will say this. That game looks looks like I would hope a Toe Jam and Earl game would look. No, absolutely. They look absolutely correct. Um, You will also absolutely love the intro to that game because it's uh, it's very funky. I'll end up playing it because... I'm a Sega fanboy. It's just never been my favorite franchise. I actually liked the sequel, though, which was a platformer. I like the characters. They're, they're a lot of fun, but it just... I don't know if that first game stands up as, uh, as well as everybody thinks it does. No, no, no. It's it, The weird thing about Toe Jam and Earl is like nobody can tell you what kind of game it is because it's just kind of a weird fucking game. <laughs> yeah. it's, it, it really doesn't make any sense. Like It's one of those games that... Um, it almost feels like they're making it up as they go along. <laughs> that's, that's actually very accurate. You know, like you pick up something and it's like, oh man, you got some crazy power now. Oh, here's a, also here's a dollar. Oop, don't eat that food because you're going to vomit. Here's a present. Catch the Santa guy. There goes an elf. This devil's trying to kill you. Like, these are all things that happen in the first level. I <laughs> Yeah, okay, that's right. I'm in. Yeah, yeah. Toe Jam and Earl. I um, wish I had backed the Kickstarter for the figures. That was That's the only thing I regret about that, because they made some pretty good vinyl figures of uh, Toe Jam and Earl. Yeah. I'm also playing Dirt Rally 2.0. Um, is it more Dirt Rally? It's That's exactly what it is. Also, don't yeah. buy this game if you're used to Dirt. Like the numbered series. Oh uh, right, yeah, they're very different. Yeah, this is a very different game because this game, um, this game don't care about your feelings. <laughs> you, if you're not playing simulation, you there's no rewind. There is vehicle damage. There is performance damage. It is a hard game. It's a very very hard game. It gives me anxiety when I play it. Like every oh, every turn that I take, I'm like, am I going to roll my car here? Because if I roll my car, it's game over. Yeah, that the the first one was very much like that. Very yeah. tough. Yeah, that that's exactly what this is. I will say it it uh, it looks very pretty on the X, but uh, outside of that, it is something that is very hard for me to play. Uh, and finally, I would like to. Welcome myself to the rehab program. I only played Overwatch one night this week. <gasps> wow. Yeah. Well, there goes our our credibility as a podcast. That's true. That's true. Like, everybody I know that plays has stopped playing. 
Are they playing another game? Uh, they're trying to. Like the people I, I play guess. with, the people I played with, we switched to Strange Brigade for a few week for a week or so, and then when Anthem came out, we tried that, and Anthem's not <laughs> sticking. Uh, so the division is the next opportunity. But I'll be fair; I still enjoy playing Overwatch, and I will still play it myself. But I totally get why people are just getting fatigued on it because there's been. So long in between them fixing the problems that are going on with that game currently, and I hope they get it the ship righted because uh, they just teased Hero Thirty the other day, and, and they just did the recent map. Yeah, they just did the Paris map, which I did play this week. Uh, I like it. I feel that the second checkpoint is a little too open, so it makes it very hard to take. But I really want that game to do something besides maps and characters at this point. I need... I don't know what it is. A new mode? I don't know what it is that I need. Well, new modes haven't done it for me. Like, they added, you know, 3v3. They added capture the flag. I know what this game needs. Hats. I was going to say, don't you say Battle Royale. No. See, that doesn't... Apex. Well, which one was it? Was it, um... Which Overwatch clone did that? The the guys that make Smite Battle Battle Realm Royale or whatever. Yeah, see, see, like, I um, I don't know how that would work with classes. Like that doesn't. I. It makes sense when you're in a team. Like Apex has classes, correct? Apex has characters. It's essentially Overwatch okay. Battle Royale. Yeah, but that that makes sense because you're also. In a team. I don't know how it would work if you're just playing a standard Battle Royale. Yeah, people keep asking for Apex solo queue, and I'm like, man, a lot of those characters wouldn't really fly solo. I don't yeah. know. I My favorite things with Overwatch have been the PvE stuff. Like, they've done a couple of those. Uh, I think maybe like a miniature story... Or if they would a just... A campaign. A campaign? A campaign would be great, but truthfully, as far as like playing Overwatch competitively like I do, I think they really need to go in and fix competitive. I think they need roll queue. I think they need something because it, it's, just, it's just a fucking shit show in competitive right now. Nobody wants to play what needs to be played, and the people who are playing what doesn't need to be played suck at playing those characters, and it's just frustrating. There's too many throwers, there's too many people that don't try, there's too many levers, it's just... It's frustrating. So, I'll continue to play, but... It, or me, Can I just say something, it's not me shitting on... Maybe it's just the fact that this game is... What three years old now? It is, but Four I still. Years old. I, when I, I will tell you this: when I get a good match of Overwatch, nothing parallels it. Nothing. Like I but have. I'm, so I'm much just wondering fun. if other players are get like the good players may eventually just get tired of it being Overwatch. Well, that's what's funny is everybody was, you know, when you play these kind of games, you get the meta, and everybody's been complaining about the goats meta for a year and a half now. And they made some changes to fix the GOATS meta, and Overwatch League started last week, and everybody was still running GOATS meta. So it's like, well, they made the changes, but y'all didn't change. So I wonder if, you know, they're looking... I, I don't know. It becomes exhausting trying to explain it all and keep up with it. <laughs> nah. I just want to have fun, and Overwatch is always I just, fun. 
I know that like Team Fortress Two is not the same Team Fortress game I've used to play. Oh no! Like, o- Over- it was like Vanilla it- Overwatch is very different than it is now. Yeah, I know they did like some big changes to characters um, entirely. It's just like you know, I got tired of Team Fortress Two. I didn't play like every day. Like that wasn't my thing, but I'd jump in because it was like, all right, I know my role. And now it's changed so much. I was like, all right, well. It kept changing. It was like, okay, there's a couple different items that change some basic elements. Uh, like, I had to watch for the spy that allowed me to be invisible infinitely, but I had to stand perfectly still. Which, you know, worked, actually, sometimes. Um, but uh, then they started adding, like, hats that did different things, and it was, like, way too many items to, to keep track of, and I just went, Man, this is not what I come here for. I think I'm just this- wondering... I think this may be a good thing for me. I think just stepping away from the game, playing it every day, and then coming back once. Because I'm expecting, you know, something by the middle of the year. Uh, they're making some big changes, so. I don't know. I still love that game. And there will probably never be <clears throat> another game I play as much as I've played that game. I'm I'm nearing 2,000 hours in that game. Oh, my God. <laughs> so. Oh, my God. Um. I can't complain with the amount of money with what that game has given me, like, play-wise. You have a problem, sir. I may have a problem, John, but everybody has a problem with a game or two somewhere. That is true, yeah. So, I, played, I played Final Fantasy fifteen for 200 hours. Yeah, see, yeah, that's... You've got, nah, you've I, got a bigger problem. Yeah, yeah. But that's that's really about it. Like I said, I've been playing. It's it, it was nice, and I'm not giving impressions of these games, but it was nice having some comfort food this week between Crackdown, Trials Rising, and Dead or Alive Six, like franchises that I really enjoy. Just being able to play those, so. And I get I get a big heaping smorgasbord of comfort food come April. Oh, uh-huh. yes, sir. Yes, right, baby. But let's talk about what's coming out this week. You thought last week was big, and then this week's got to be slow, right? No. It's not. There's no downtime anymore. Spoiler alert, there's a lot of games coming out this week. We've got 8-Bit Invaders. We've got Aces of the Luftwaffe Squadron. Can I just say the 8-Bit Invaders is also 8-Bit Armies, which is also 8-Bit... I don't know how they're pumping out so many games, but there's been like a release from them every week. Oh, here's another one. Yeah. We've also got Death Coming, uh, Dirt Rally 2.0, Fate Grand Order VR featuring Mashu Kairi Light. Sure. You say that three times. I was going to say, you say that three times fast. I'm not going to say it once. (laughs) Um, Believe it or not, I've never heard of this game, even though it contains a lot of words that I've heard in other games. Uh, Honor and Duty (laughs) D-Day. That sounds like some sort of... uh... Bad. Do you do you Rip remember off. when um do you remember when uh, they released Boldstorm and there was duty calls? Yeah. That's what that sounds like. Yeah, you know, that, that sounds, sounds like, like the most day. generic 2001 shooter I've ever heard of in my entire life. Yeah, well, you know, maybe it is. Remember all those World War II shooters that came out after like um, Call of Duty and Medal of Honor? Oh god, yeah, there were so many. There were just like so many generic, terrible first-person World War II shooters. Yeah, there was there was a lot that that market was flooded with that garbage. 
Uh, Near Automata Game of the Yorha Edition. The, the, <laughs> the PR guy sent me an email. Was like, "Can I send you a review code for this?" I'm like, "Why?" Uh, I would have had that. But I, I mean, I could still email him and tell him I want it. But it's like we reviewed it on PS4, we reviewed it on Xbox. This is just the same game with the I DLC. Mean, yeah, like it'll probably still get good scores. <laughs> I mean, I believe the game scored like nines and tens when we reviewed it anyway. Yeah. So it's one of those games that I haven't just, played yet. I need to. Oh, you just, definitely need to play it. It's a yeah. fantastic game. Just give it to John, and just John, when you write your review, just write see our other reviews. <laughs> <laughs> this game is fucking great. Ten out of ten. Uh, Pick a picks classic. Uh, John's favorite game: Remy Lore, Lost Girl, in the Lands of Lore. What's hey? What's what's Pick a picks coming out on? Uh, this is PS4 that I'm looking at right now. Okay. I'm going to assume it's coming out on Switch. It's, it's probably coming to Switch as well, yes. Yeah. Uh, Stellaris, the console edition. Lego Movie 2 video game. Hang on, Stellaris, wasn't that like an R- R- RTS? Yeah, I believe so. Yeah. That's a bit weird coming out on a console, isn't it? Well, they also announced Age of Wonders last week. Did you see that? Age of Wonders. Age of Wonders is like uh, kind of similar to Age of Empires. Wow, I can't imagine that working well. Yeah, well, I mean, oh, Xbox that's... now supports keyboard and mouse, so... Yeah, yeah. That's true. Yeah. Uh, the Walking... <laughs> Lego, The Lego Movie game is how I'll probably watch Lego Movie 2. Oh, there you go. Actually, I just saw it yesterday. It was pretty good. Was that's how I watched the first one. The first one I played the game, and then I watched the movie. So, uh, The Walking Vegetables Radical Edition... Okay. Trials Rising. Deponia Doomsday. Deponia. I keep seeing like Deponia games all over the place. I don't even know what they are. They're point and click games from Daedalus. Yeah, point and click. Okay. They're Cause well got, animated. Because I've got like about eight of them that have been free so, at some point. So, so there's there's four games. Doomsday's the last one. But right. But here's the thing. So it's four games, but then there's the trilogy of the first three, which was because Doomsday was added later. Um, and the first three, the trilogy is its own game. So if you have the trilogy and you have the other ones, there are two different games. It doesn't overwrite. You don't get like three different games with the trilogy. It's one package. Oh, it's stupid. Not mm. the best. Not the best system, to be honest. Uh, we've got War Tile. Blast Zone Tournament. Fimble. We've got two DLC characters dropping for Tekken 7 this week. Julia and Negan from The Walking Dead. Oh, yeah. I thought they'd dropped. No. That was like old news, wasn't it? Wow. No, they announced them a while back, but they're just now coming out this week. <laughs> wow, okay. Fair enough. Uh, awesome P. Not that kind of P. <laughs> oh, that's, yes, I've... It looks like a Game Boy game. It was just a bad name. Yeah. Uh, Crash Dummy. Creepy Road. Dead or Alive 6. Doom and Destiny. Summer Funland. The Ark Slinger. Toe Jam and Earl. Back in the Groove. uh, Vertigo Home. (laughs) That's quite clever play on words. Uh, Yonder, the Cloud Creature Chronicles comes to Xbox this week. 
Uh, Treasure Stack is also releasing this week. That game looks cool. There are a lot of games coming out, you're right. Yeah, I haven't even got the Switch yet, John. I know you ain't on the show much anymore, but Switch is where we throw down. Uh, really? Wow. Switch so releases... Just, like just, a, just dump a bunch of names. <laughs> yeah, it's literally like 30 games a week release on the Switch. Wow, it's like Steam Store. Yep. Oh, yeah. So this week... Without, without the blatant use of uh, hentai... <laughs> I said blatant. Well, I didn't say it wasn't there. I just said it wasn't blatant. Yeah, well, you know, Nintendo have got, you know. Just wait. So here's the Switch games. A lot of the games we've already said are also coming to Switch, but in addition to those, we get Child of Light, the Ultimate Edition. Wow, that game's actually really good, but yeah, um, uh, it's a bit old. Fractured. I wish Mo- they'd. I, w- I wish they'd bring back uh, UB Arts. Uh, Fractured Minds, Rad Rogers, the Radical Edition. Uh, Sky Hill, uh, The Lost Light of Sisu, Anodyne, Ape Out, Battaloon, Constructor Plus, Delta Rune Chapter 1, Johnny Turbo's Arcade Super Real Darwin, Monster Dynamite, My Girlfriend is a Mermaid, Wow, Ninja Village, Space War Arena, the first DLC pack for Travis Strikes Again, Void, Klondike Solitaire, <laughs> Pirates Pinball, Shred 2 Free Ride Mountain Biking, Swords and Soldiers 2 Shawarmageddon, and Tardy. What the hell? I'm going to go to bat for Super Real Darwin. It is a uh, shoot-em-up uh, vertical scrolling one, but uh, the ship evolves. So there's a, when you get power-ups, you actually are like evolving this organic ship. It's really weird and neat. It's something different. Um, play it however you want to play it, but um, it's actually a pretty neat uh, shooter. Unique. Uh, I'm just... Brushing over the PC releases this week, there is, uh, well, there's a lot of, oh, Glass Masquerade 2, what? Huh? Sorry, excuse me, I have a purchase to make. Uh, (laughs) Erotic Girls Match 3? Excuse me, Anthony has a purchase to make. (laughs) (laughs) There's a game out here called Woman's Body, colon, for adults. Wow. What the fuck is happening on the computer? Now, wait, is that the word colon? Or is that the punctuation colon? No, 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 it's it's punctuation. It's not not the word colon. That's much better. We've also got Genius Nazi Girl GOPPL's Chan Episode 1. What? Do you follow that? Nope. Yep. I don't think I want to. Moving on. Uh, It's just... Man, the, the the releases for PC every week just blow my mind. It just blow do my mind. Do you lose faith in humanity every week? I, just, I do, or is that just me, you know? Man, this goes back to the conversation we had yesterday, one, but I sit around and I think about people in a room that come up with this shit. Yeah. Uh, th- well, I, yeah, I can tell you, it's one person in a room, very lonely, <laughs> that comes up with this shit. Oh my god, I just... 
I can't get let's do Maybe news. if I build the girl she'll love me. I'm just gonna I'm just gonna do news because fuck it. Hey, you know Anthem's <laughs> Anthem's day one patch came out after people who were already playing it. <laughs> yeah. And it does I mean in all fairness it does fix because that mission I was talking about, that lead uh, the Tombs of the Legionnaires mission, uh before that patch came out, all of the requirements that you needed to have to unlock the the tombs started afresh they didn't count anything that you'd already done in the game like kills and stuff like that um that changed that so they did actually uh retroactively add the stuff so great if you've day one and had already done that and spent all of that time and they then patch it for you well uh, that just speaks more to your theory about them not wanting people to beat it on ea access mm-hmm. does doesn't it yeah uh, Valve has announced that they're removing all of their video content, so they're retiring anything that's non-gaming. I don't know if you knew this, but you could buy movies on Steam. <laughs> no one did, obviously. <laughs> nope. So I actually I remember I remember that happening because uh, I saw Professor Layton come up. I want to say it was Professor Layton. I saw it come up and went, "Oh shit, they're bringing those to PC." No, it was just the movie. Oh. Uh, mind, like that sucks. Does anybody need a foldable phone in their life? No, no, no. But it's no pretty one's... damn cool. I don't need it in my life, but it's pretty damn cool. It's cool, but man, you know how much that thing costs. Yeah, mm-hmm. no, I know. Holy... There's not a chance I would ever buy Same it. I'm just saying, I thought it was kind of neat. No, dude, it's too grand. <laughs> yeah, it's too grand. <laughs> it is ridiculous. Um, it's also having a look at it. It's also like that. The phone bit is horrible to look at. It's such cool technology, though, and I can't wait till they perfect it in like five or six years. But yeah, yeah, that's that's the sort of thing you you look for a while down the road. Uh, so Apex Legends has has hit the big time now. They're getting top news stories for adding a gun. <laughs> what? <laughs> it's like been, some Overwatch stuff. Well, it's more like Fortnite, man. Remember when we used to well, that too, dig yeah. through the Fortnite news every week? Well, now Apex Legends got a new gun. It's called the Havoc. That's news. <laughs> I wish uh, I wish Mortal Kombat would get a character called Havoc because I miss him. Oh no, let's not let's not talk about him. I liked Havoc. I, I thought he was a good character. I, what was the fuck? What was his name? The real shitty Kano ripoff in Deadly Alliance. Uh, that was um, he had like the ropes, right? Yeah. No, 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 no. Or, uh, oh, what the hell is his name? I know it's not Shu Shao. Uh, Jarek. Jarek was four. Yeah, that's right. Who was the fucking Kano ripoff and like the the Deadly Alliance? Map Map Mavic. Um, it's gonna drive me crazy. Internet. I'm just gonna look it up. What the hell was his name? Well, Anthony's gonna look it up because that has got to. What what one did you say it was from? I think he was in Deadly Deadly Alliance. Yeah, I think he was in Deadly Alliance. Um. Yeah, that's there's some characters that just need to stay away. <laughs> yeah, I I I enjoyed Havoc. I thought he was a fun character. Oh. Um, but I recognize that he's not forever. As long as you're not uh, asking to bring back Shu Shao, we'll be alright. Get Shu Shao Mavado. Is uh, that who you're thinking of? Is, I thought Mavado was like a creature, though, wasn't he? No, no Mavado's a guy. Mavado's the red dragon guy that's got the um, the ropes. Okay, is that who I'm thinking of? He's got uh, he, 
defeated um, Cabal, he took his um, Cabal's hook swords. That's probably right. He's got uh, he's got like a leather jacket, sort of with one arm. Those son of a bitches. There were some really there. shitty characters in the Deadly Alliance trilogy. There were. I I will say this though, Armageddon was great in the fact that it like included everybody possible. It is, but it's still no MK it's trilogy. Not, it's, yeah, it's not a great Mortal Kombat game, but the fact that they tried to get everybody in there is still pretty neat. Um. Microsoft announced there were five new backwards-compatible games this week, including every single Lost Planet ever made. Yeah. Uh, and Resident Evil Code Veronica X. So, that's so, cool. are we just going to say it here, too? Uh, Lost Planet 3 is pretty good. Lost Planet 3 is great, man. If you've not played that game, it's like Space Truckers. It's so good. <laughs> that, whole series, that whole series was neat. It was a weird thing. It was such a weird thing. Because didn't the first game star, like, some famous Japanese actor as the main character? Well, it was, um... Because they made a big uh, deal about who was playing, like, the motion capture and the facial capture for the main character. Just the concept that, like, you you ran off of, like, body heat, and (laughs) that if you, while using the, uh, the mech suits, like, you just expelled a ton of it, so you had to keep Going to warm spots and Tee-ing, stuff. Like... baby. Teeing. That's what they called it, right? Tea energy? Yeah. Yeah. You know what else is weird about that series is every single game is completely fucking different. Different. The second well, the game second is, one... is a Monster Hunter game. Yeah. Yep. But, it, like, that that's a... I just like the, the fact that they were like, yeah, so it's going to take place on a frozen planet. That's not something that we see a lot, like... You know what? The Long Dark. I think that's the only other game that like takes place entirely in the cold. I would love if Capcom made Lost Planet Four, but I, I understand we need Dino Crisis Four first. I, yes. I, I know, I know. But especially if you're going to redo it like you did Resident Evil Two, I'm in. Uh, but yeah, give me give me a new Lost Planet. I agree. I like those games. I did too. Uh, there's apparently uh, a new story that's saying, despite Apex Legends, Fortnite wants you to know it's just fine. Okay, great. I still don't feel like, you know, um, getting into the Fortnite stuff. I go into Walmart, and there's they've removed all the licensed shirts that they have hanging up, and it's all just Fortnite stuff. Like, oh, Big deal, man. Where the money's apps? Where the money's apps? I, 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 and love the, it. I, would, I understand it. in the kids section. I'm not talking the kids section. Hey, adults <laughs> love it, too. Uh, Sony's finally getting in on this uh, early access thing. They announced the Dreams release window. Uh, it will be, I think it's twenty nine ninety nine, and it is basically an early access version of Dreams. And you get the full version when it comes out. Well, that's I standard think that's, early access but, practice. But I would, so, I mean, Fortnite did it. Um, and I guess, uh, I mean, really, No Man's Sky did it, too. Mm-hmm. Um, but, uh, I, I like I was saying to Ken, um, and like I was it on the email or was it in the uh, DM? It doesn't matter. Anyways, um, I, that makes a lot of sense for Dreams because there are going to be people that pick this up just to play the stuff that other people have made. Um, yeah, so, getting creators in on that is going to be helpful for that when it launches. Yeah, exactly. So this is the case where like early access is probably for the best because then you'll have stuff that people have made ready for day one. Oh, that's another thing I, I forgot. I was allowed to mention because they put a blog up about it 
but Trials Rising uh, allows cross cross platform downloading, downloading of maps smart. for like in about because it's on Switch, PC, Xbox One, and PS4. And regardless of where you build the map, you can play it on other machines. The funniest statement in that blog was the part where they said. If somebody builds a track on like the PC, it might not run so well on the Switch. <laughs> oh. And they didn't specifically use those terms, but they made it sound like, you know, if you download a track, it, it might not perform as great on the machine you're playing it on because it was built on a. If board. it's the Switch. <laughs> they didn't say. Well, I Switch. imagine if you if you've got different levels of PC yeah. too. Yeah. Yeah. Well, how many items are in the course and stuff? I get that. They would be smart to put. That... They would put. A, they'd be smart to put a limit that's global for that shit. Yeah. Uh, or let let creators know at least, like, hey, people on consoles may not be able to run this. You know, like that way they're not limiting people to, like, saying, just... like you can't do any, do that, but like people aren't going to be able to play this, so maybe you want to rethink that. Or just don't even uh, don't even allow consoles to access maps if they've got too much stuff in them that yeah. would not run. Yeah, I'll be interested to see how that works. I would I I love that we're getting the baby steps for this stuff and that cross play cross play and cross progression is becoming more of a reality every day. I think that's cool. A um, couple of GDC things kind of creeping out. Google has a as a um, a presentation at GDC where there's a rumor that they're going to be showing off a streaming box. Really? If you remember a... a few months back, they tested the playing oh, Assassin's yes. Creed. Project Stream, yeah. 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 So there's rumors of that. Also, a rumor flowing out of GDC that's got everybody talking. Apparently, Game Pass is coming to the Switch. Yeah, that would be that's awesome. Be streaming, though, hasn't it, as well? That co- it's not going to code every game. Yeah, you almost. And it's because Microsoft's about to introduce xCloud. Which is mm. their their for lack of a better term their Gaikai. Yeah. So, I will be very interested to see if their streaming service is better than Sony's because Sony's has gotten good over the years. It's still not great. It's also still expensive. Yeah, it's yeah. extremely expensive. And if Microsoft can offer you know that kind of level of streaming, but at the ten dollars a month for Game Pass price, yeah, it could be on something. Uh, and, you know, and it's people, on the Switch, you know, which is huge. Yeah, that would be insane. Uh, do, do you remember when they announced uh, that in Japan people would be able to play Resident Evil Seven? Yeah, streaming from the the Switch. People, people got all pissy how oh, it's just it's going to be streaming. They won't even put it on a cartridge. Like that's the only way that game will run on a Switch. Yeah, other than looking like complete shit. Uh, um, outside of looking like Assassin's Creed 3 remastered. Yeah, right. <laughs> oh, somebody pointed out, I was, listening, um, I was listening to another podcast, and um, the guy on it pointed out that uh, Assassin's Creed 3 ran on the Wii U. It did, but it wasn't the it remastered did. version. No, right. it doesn't. Yeah, well, still. Yeah. That doesn't look like the remastered version either. No, it does not. No, it does not. All right, let's talk about the saddest news probably of the entire year. Yep. Nintendo's Reggie, man. He 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 he's leaving. His body is no longer ready. Yeah. Well, he's ready. He's ready for retirement. Yeah. And it's ready for Bowser to take over. That's hilarious. <laughs> I mean, we can't we can't, I mean, how many of these jokes did we make on Twitter like it was just like everybody had the same three jokes. Now. 
I love the fact that you pointed out um, some people just didn't. Like it totally went over their head. They're like I'm, pro- I'm prepping my Bowser takes over him Reggie's body jokes. Has anybody done it? Has anybody done one yet? Yeah, like a thousand. Like, did everybody you can hear the plane go over with the joke? Did everybody watch the message that he put out? No. It you it'll it'll almost tear you up, man. It's good. It's good. You know, I um, I met Reggie once. I, oh, did you really? I did. I met him. God, I'm really going to age myself here. It was during the game. Yep, Cube, you are the GameCube days. Metroid Prime was about to come out. I was at a manager's conference for GameStop when I used to work there. And uh, he was uh, he was down in the lounge. We were everybody was drinking, and he because I had the Metroid shirt on that we weren't supposed to have because they were they were for pre-orders. And he asked me where I got my shirt. I wasn't supposed to have it. (laughs) (laughs) But he he's genuinely a good person. He really oh yeah oh yeah, and like. I think people gotta remember, like you did. He was working with Pizza Hut for like ever before joining Nintendo as well. Yeah, he he so, is like, he is the he, he, he's, he's got he He's a keeper of all of your childhood memories. Pizza Hut and Nintendo. <laughs> <laughs> you know, um, and f- I'm surprised he lasted this long after being asked a thousand one times <laughs> from uh, Mother Three. <laughs> I'm surprised he didn't slip a Mother 3 joke into his little video that he did for his goodbye. But, uh, I don't know how long... Like, there's thousands of videos of people confronting Reggie being like, Mother 3 when? He's like, well, you know, very nice about it, but holy crap. I'm going to miss seeing Reggie at the E3 presentations. Yeah. We'll see how this new guy is. He's, he's got I'm a... just going to miss saying, fees a me! <laughs> fees a me! Is is there really like I don't know that there's ever been a bigger presence as far as like these companies go? No, no, he was a personality. I mean, he's up there with Jack Trenton. You know what I mean? Yeah, he's, I was gonna say that Jack Trenton and uh, Kaz Harai. Yeah, he's he's probably up the there. only other two businessmen that really made you know a statement. Although Reggie came off as more genuine. Than yeah, Reggie yeah. is there. There'll, there'll never be another Reggie. I don't think. Yeah. Jack Trenton was uh, <laughs> just. Oh, I I I loved him because he felt. It always seemed like, oh, this guy's gonna just tell me something. I don't like that vibe. No, Jack Trenton was like a shark suit. Jack Trenton was a straight shooting motherfucker. I'm gonna tell you that. I like Jack Trenton, I, and right now, it's I like Phil. He's he's genuine. Yeah, but he's no Reggie. Nobody will ever be Reggie. Sad news. Yeah, but, but fair play to him. Hope hope uh, his retirement proves uh, does him well. Yeah, yeah. Go he go enjoy your it. life, man. You you launched. You know what was it? The 3ds. You launched. You suffered. You launched the Wii. You suffered through the Wii U, and you ended on the the high note of the Switch. So yeah. Yep. Uh, we got one email from Antonio. It says, "I think RE2." is my game of the year, and basing that solely off the fact that as of right now, I've completed a random run 12 times and started my 13th run Saturday night. Yeah, I've been, he's been updating on Twitter. It's, um, he's a madman. I really want to... I've played that, yeah. I played yes. the 30-minute demo, but oh I'm not going to play... Oh, oh John! So good! John! So good! I will get to it. It's, it's a masterpiece. 
I have had good things. I want I, to play it again, and I'm so depressed that I have other things to play. <laughs> So good. It, you know what's even funnier is I was talking about this the other day. There's been so many games that came out since January that I forgot about Resident Evil 2, and I totally forgot that I never finished Kingdom Hearts 3. <laughs> well, I mean, <laughs> I mean, I was enjoying it. I just yeah, but I can tell you right now, you probably going to enjoy it much longer. <laughs> I don't know. I, and I want to play Resident Evil 2 again. I want to do the other two runs because I only did a Leon A, Claire B. Now I want to run a Claire A, Leon B. I just, I just need to find that time. Uh, he says, in other news, I recently tweeted about not subscribing to yet another service. I am done subscribing. I haven't put on a pirate hat since my early 20s, but now I fear the urge to dust it off maybe on the horizon. As far as monthly subscriptions go, I think I'm paying around 80 bucks a month for all my subscriptions currently. You know, I thought about that the other day. Like, the reason Netflix and Hulu and stuff like that was so great is because we got rid of cable. And now, there are so... Like, we've got Hulu, Netflix, you've got the DC subscription, you've got um, CBS is starting to put... Like, I really want to watch that Twilight show, The Twilight Zone. Oh, yes, the uh, Jordan Peele one. But it's only on CBS All Access. Uh, that means it'll come to Netflix over here, I'd imagine. Yeah, but we don't get that in America. Just like nope. the DC Universe stuff goes to Netflix in, in the yes. UK, but it does yeah, not over absolutely. here. And then on top of and that, Star Trek as well. don't forget, Disney is launching their streaming service. Mm-hmm. So, as uh, someone in Canada who probably has the same issues as John, um, I'm actually disappointed I can't get DC Universe. Because not everything hits Netflix. But even more so, I'm really upset I don't get Hulu. Because there's stuff that that is Hulu exclusive, and that is not in Canada. I wonder how And now much... there's ways around that, but I that's a lot of work for something that I would not... Like, you know what I need? I don't need it, so I'm not going to do the extra work, but it would be nice to have. But And if they don't want my money, fine. Like, I just wonder... Just... The, the biggest concern for me is that what is Hulu going to become when the Disney streaming service launches? Because Disney owns Fox. Not yet, but they will. Well, they will, I can tell you right now, they've Hulu already is... said that the Disney streaming service is going to be family-friendly. And Disney does have stuff that isn't necessarily family-friendly, so I can't imagine you'd see... like When I say family-friendly, I mean like kids. So I don't know if... Um, so basically, Marvel stuff will make it to the Disney streaming service only because there are some. It deals with death and stuff, and it's not a cartoon. Well, here's my issue. From with the that. sounds of it, all the cartoon stuff's going to be pushed. Like all your Pixar stuff and all that is going to go to the Disney streaming service, but the Marvel stuff will probably be Hulu. No, Marvel stuff is going to be um, Disney Channel. Have they already said that? Yeah, Marvel's classed as kid-friendly. What is that noise? I don't know. Wombat's doing something. Is he beating the microphone? I think it was... No, I think I. I think it was where I was tapping my foot. Oh. oh. <laughs> um, I don't... I'm surprised I, I, that just... Marvel's going to be family-friendly because, like, you know, Endgame um, and... Uh, but you gotta at that point you gotta you gotta pick and choose because if Marvel if Disney bought Fox right which brings all the Marvel movies together that also includes shit like Logan and Deadpool. 
Uh, they're going to be released. Uh, they did say something because people questioned as to what would happen to Deadpool, but they are going to still release them under, but it's going to be under the Fox banner. It's not going to be under um, Disney. So they're going to keep the Fox name, but it is going to be used for things like the Deadpool and the, the sort of the, the more adult kind of stuff. So again, if I want to watch all of the, the darker Fox Marvel movies, I still have to have Hulu in addition to the Disney streaming service. It depends on what deal they've got with those films with whichever service, but yeah, or we'll buy it obviously on iTunes. This is, this is, this is what we're talking about. There's just, there's too many streaming services. Yeah, I, I can I, I can agree with that. that there is certainly as less over here. We're lucky we don't have because we don't have things like cable. It's a very different service. Uh, you have Sky, but that's about it. Um, but so yeah, it's slightly different for us, I guess. But um, yeah, we just have really Prime and um, and Netflix. We don't have things like uh, Hulu over here. We don't have HBO, so it's uh, a little bit easier. I only buy HBO now one month a year. Game of Thrones. Yeah, I, I wait till it's finished. Yeah. I buy a subscription to HBO now for a month. I watch them all and I cancel it. Yeah, smart move. I yep. mean, it just other than that, it's just I mean that's cheaper than buying the Blu-rays or something. So mm. yeah, it's fine. Yeah, yeah. And uh, to be fair, I'm sure Netflix. Well, I'm not sure now because Netflix stuff. Because um, it used to be that you know, oh Daredevil get netflix for a month and then binge on that and uh and that's it but now they've sort of got more there's a lot more content with with netflix and a lot of good stuff as well so i don't know if the same but a lot of people did that and yeah you can't blame people it's uh it, it becomes very expensive yeah that's the netflix is the reason that i don't buy the cw shows that i watch because they're all on there immediately after the season ends which is huge for me so that that kind of justifies my Netflix subscription for an entire year. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, I love Netflix. I'm I barely watch any normal TV now. It's all it's all Netflix. My yeah. son almost exclusively watches Hulu and Netflix. Yeah, I tell you what, I tried uh, to watch because I have a Prime subscription, but it's mostly for the shipping. Um, they put up an Overwatch documentary on Prime the other night, and I went to watch it. I swear to God, that is just the worst experience. Like it was lagging, yeah. and it their was... their music is the same way. Amazon Music sucks too. It's just so like when I watch Netflix and Hulu, everything streams perfectly. It, it runs in full HD, you know. And then I boot this thing up, and it's a sixty minute documentary in 1080p, and it is buffering every two seconds. And I'm like, you have got to be kidding me. Yeah, I don't find, and again, I don't find content that appealing either. They certainly don't have. I mean, they've got no movies. The odd documentary, of course, but no movies are uh, kind of exclusive in the same way as Netflix does, and their shows aren't nowhere near as as uh, exciting, if you ask me. That's my opinion. Yeah, I cancelled no. my um, Amazon uh, January of last year. I, I just was really disappointed with the fact that, like, a they got rid of their video game stuff. B I never watched their streaming. I don't use their music platform, and uh, the one time I paid for shipping. They were like, oh, yeah, well, it's not coming that day, and it's not coming the next day, and it's going to come four days later. And I was like, are you kidding me? And they're like, well, we can refund the cost of your shipping. Like, no shit, you're going to refund the cost of my shipping. But, like, that's all you're going to do? Like, yep. Like, all right, well, fuck this. Like, 
I'm not going to deal with it. Like, I, you know, and then behind the scenes, like Jeff Bezos is the richest person in the world. And then I was just like, I don't need to support this crap. Yeah. The, the, um, the prime membership was super worth it for me when they were offering 20% pre-order video. Yeah. I, I, I killed that. Yeah. So it gets less and less worth it. Like I didn't annual renew this year. I just regular like monthly renewed and I am very close to just shutting it off. Yeah. My thing, we do order a lot from Amazon, yeah. so I would probably end up paying more in shipping than I pay for Prime. That's I, I think that's truly the only reason that I keep it going is that I probably spend more than the what is it 12 bucks a month on shipping cuz I there there'll be thing the thing about Amazon is that it's it's completely killed our ideology of when you need something you just hop on Amazon you order it and two days later you got it right and and it's for stupid stuff like hey I need what was it the other day I need I need a backpack for travel right so I hop on Amazon there's a cheap Amazon one that I can use because I'm only going to use it once and I get it shipped to me and I have it two days later so well the thing is too we're a we're a prime now area so um you can have it shipped to you within hours. Yeah, that's just... Yeah, see, I don't get that. Like, I was barely getting it two days later. I, uh, it was like... It was a nightmare. I, it was just... Eventually, it wasn't worth my time to even look there. Yeah. I, yeah, I pr- mean... With Prime now, I can literally... There are things I could go online and order right now, and for five bucks, I could get them in two hours. Like, I'm not that far away from the warehouse, and, like, stuff ships faster from the states into canada than like from amazon.com it ships faster than amazon.com i don't know how the fuck that makes any sense but whatever that's because bezos has all those warehouses well, it and pay well, people it's it's it's, just, it's not even that it's 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 how does it make it through customs that fast right that's because bezos like, dude that dude has like contracts with so many people to make things faster like he has his own postal service that runs on sunday in the states yeah yeah, he does in the UK as well. Yeah, it's ridiculous. Anyway, streaming services are getting a little out of hand. That's all I'm going to say. Uh, Netflix has the worst of all. I like Netflix. Netflix is Or not Netflix. Netflix, sorry. I meant Amazon. Netflix oh, is great. No, sorry. Amazon is the worst. Definitely streamer. misspoke there. Oh, jeez. I love I my I Netflix. Netflix all the time, <laughs> dude. Netflix has like every comedian stand up there ever was, and I like I just sit on there and I watch that shit. Uh, tweets. We got one from King XAD. He says, "What are your top three gaming moments?" Two of mine happened in MGS4. The first was landing on uh, spoilers for this game, by the way. Landing on Shadow Moses and having those flashbacks from MGS1, and the final fight between Snake and Liquid Ocelot on top of the submarine. It was just epic. The third one is defeating the Tower Knight and Demon Souls. Hmm. I like the yeah. I don't know about favorite moment. I can't. I, yeah, I, I, even though I don't think it's my favorite Zelda game, not by a country mile, but walking into Hyrule Field and Ocarina of Time for the first time, that was pretty fucking epic. The yeah, that was pretty yeah Zelda has. I mean, the going into um the moon in Majora's Mask and just having that weird serene like one tree in the center. <laughs> And all the kids running around, that uh, stands out to me. Um, Dark Cloud 2 has uh, a moment towards the end that I won't spoil, but like you think you finally finished the game, and then it's like, oh, wait, nope. There's this long climb. Um, 
I gotta say the um, for me in Metal Gear Solid Two, when Snake and Otacon meet, they, they haven't like met in person since like the first game, and they hug. Like that hit me pretty good. Did he get you right in the feels? It did. I I might have I might have got some onion whiffed into my nose a little <laughs> bit, you know. God, I'm trying to think. Like the first time I walked out into the field in Mario 64, that was yeah. That's a that's a. It's weird. That's like a generational moment too, right? Like because that's the first time a 3D world was really well implemented. First time I saw Sub Zero rip somebody's goddamn head off. <laughs> goddamn. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I was in an arcade. You, you kids don't know what those are. <laughs> uh, part of the re- Final Fantasy VI. There's a moment. Um, God, it's it's the second half of the game. You need an airship, and what ends up happening is you need a you take an airship, um, and Setzer explains the story of the person who used to own the airship and you're running I believe up a flight of stairs it might be down a flight of stairs and he keeps turning back and tells you more of the story and it's just this heartbreaking story of his past and it's like the first time he fully opens up and like that moment I just don't think writing for the characters has ever been that good, uh, especially for a team that big, like a, a party that big. Um, I don't think the writing for any Final Fantasy game has ever been matched that. Where it's just all of a sudden this character that's been kind of like hiding his past from you opens up about it, and it's just this heartbreaking story of the person he loves. Um, that's a key moment. Like I just remember watching that and going, oh my gosh, this is way more than what I thought it was. A um, little bit of breaking yeah, news, yeah. but uh, Microsoft just announced HoloLens 2. It's a headset. Yeah. You want to know how much okay. it costs? Can I get that awful Conquer game now? <laughs> you want you to know how much it costs? <laughs> Way too much. Th- $3,000. <coughs> $3,500. <gasps> <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> That's about what the original one cost, I think. Yeah. Yeah, it, that stuff's expensive. Who asked for that? It's cool technology, but it is so not for consumers. The first one wasn't. They didn't sell the first one. It, and a lot, uh, one that we talked about, a game that we talked about today, Near Near Automata has some pretty mind blowing moments. Um, and I like the first Near, and that's got a lot of moments. But oh my god, like I figured, like Near Automata's not going to have any surprises. They really, they probably blew their load story wise. Um, and uh, Drakengard has one of those moments too, the one that feeds into Nier, but uh, I wouldn't suggest playing that game to witness it. Maybe just watch. There's two <laughs> Watch more. someone else play it. There's two more that I can think of. The one, Obviously the Bioshock one still... Yeah. It's hard not to think about that one, and then the fucking end game for Dragon's Dogma. If you legitimately don't know what happens when you finish Dragon's Dogma, it's fucking crazy. It's just, it's just fucking bananas. <laughs> I still think about that to this day. It's like, how did you pull this off? This is so stupid. 
Did they ever restore the original theme song? No. It's a licensing issue. L- license it back. <laughs> yeah, I don't... You can't even watch it on YouTube. That sucks. Yeah. It, it has to play at like a quarter speed or something like that. <laughs> I, I figured that was... That would have... They would have solved that sort of uh, workaround by now on YouTube. Yeah. Uh, Alright, it's time to get under Tony's skin, because Dustin is tweeting yeah. at us. That's fine. He wants to know, I can't wait for Tony to let us know how much games are in Canada since we keep forgetting. Yeah, it's, you know what? It's uh, <laughs> it's an issue here. Sorry you don't have to deal with it, but if it was $90, the whole internet would just bitch and whine in the States. Eh, games cost more than 60 Like, you know what? That's a reality I have to deal with. You know so, what? Yeah. You know what yeah, I think. You guys assigned. You guys yeah. assigned. You know what I think we need. I think we need to get a podcast together. That's just Dustin and Anthony arguing with each other for an hour and a half. Well, it's just. It's like you know why I bring that up. It's just every time people go, "Oh, a game should cost more." I don't know because that's I'm gonna have to fucking deal with that. People might say, "Well, it's not a big deal now," but when it's ninety dollars in the states, like I'm, I'm gonna be priced out. That's really shitty. Yeah, you know what? Blame Canada. Yeah. Uh, he also wants to know why there isn't an MK collection like Street Fighter. Uh, actually, there is, uh, but it's not as many games. The the what is it? The MK trilogy collection on 360 and PS3 had Mortal Kombat one, two, and three. Yeah, I can remember that. Uh, I would was love it, for that to be was backwards. It good or... No, it was great. It was literally the okay. arcade ROMs. Oh, okay. I, cause I, I wasn't there like a trilogy that sucked. No, Mortal Kombat Trilogy is a weird game because it's broke as fuck, but we oh, still okay. love it because it's just because it's broke as fuck. Yeah. What what is fun <laughs> like about Mortal Kombat Trilogy is you can turn on one button fatality. So when it gets to the fatality screen, each button does a different fatality. So, so it's like that um cool. it's like that Street Fighter collection where like some of the characters are completely broken. Um, like it's the Street Fighter 2 version of Ryu and he's totally different than the 3 version like they had a I can't remember what it's called yeah like Mortal Kombat Trilogy literally lets you play as the boss characters and you can't I mean you just stand there and press one button and you win and I think my favorite part about MK Trilogy is the fact that they didn't go back and touch any of the... So they put skins for characters. Like, you could play alternate versions of characters. So you could play MK1 Kano in Mortal Kombat 3's engine. And instead of rebuilding him, they just made his combo, you mash high punch, and he just does, like, 40 punches to the face. I mean, it's 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 broke as hell, dude. It is such a broken game. And but it's beautiful. It's absolutely beautiful. I, I would find. I would love to see an MK one through four HD remaster though. Like just bring those four first arcade games to a collection. It'd be so great. Uh, he says Arden DLC looks cool for Final Fantasy fifteen. Also, the anime prologue shows how he became a villain. He's probably one of the best antagonists in Final Fantasy. Uh, yeah, he's up there. I mean, the 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 issue was they started like <laughs> they started obscuring the villains a bit more uh, later into the series. So he's kind of a return to form finally. Sephiroth. <laughs> yeah, well, Sephiroth's kind of the last one, and then like what what is it? Eight, nine, ten's villains. Weird. Wasn't ten's villain like uh, his dead father or something? Yeah, it's, but it but they're, they're never. 
but they never really existed in this world, and it's like, oh, okay. And then Arden's like, all right, here's the case. Like, here's the bad guy early on. And then it's pretty clear on his intentions. He's one of the clearest parts of that entire game. Um, Because 15 does have some gaps, but I like him as well. And y'all want to know why I don't play these games. (laughs) I I booted up Final Fantasy IX because it dropped on Xbox and Switch this week. And it's got the fast-forward mode where you can run through everything super fast. They need to add that to all of the old games. Dude, that game, it's like you're fast-forwarding a VHS tape when you're playing it. It It's crazy. Does the music speed up? Yes. Oh. So it's fucking nuts. Like, the, you can hit the start button, and there's four modifiers, and I think one of them just gives you, like, 9,999 hit points. It's, yes. It's yes, kind, I remember that one. Yeah. Yeah, it's kind of fantastic. Yeah. They did it with 7, I think, when they bought it to the PC and the PlayStation. Yeah, that version, I think, is hitting in March for Switch and Xbox, I think. Um... He also says, I played through Salt and Sanctuary, and what a fantastic game. Fun Metroid-style game with Souls-like elements, but fairly easy. So he's he's one of those, huh? I couldn't get past, like, the first two hours of Salt and Sanctuary, but I suck at those games. I've never even played it. The art style turned me off. I, I, I definitely appreciate um, what it is. It just wasn't for me. I like that guy's other game, The Dishwasher. Yeah, I, I, I've heard about that too. I, I've never p- played it. I, I don't know what that game is though either. Like, I it's know a hack and slash. Okay. Yeah, it's a hack and slash. Yeah, it's a very violent hack and slash with a really weird art style. Yeah. Uh, he says I played through Metro Exodus and felt a little disconnected with it compared to the previous two, but still enjoyed it myself. I got the bad ending and I felt robbed. Uh, I accidentally killed a couple cultists, but whatever. I just YouTube the good one and didn't miss much. You know, people talk about moments in video games, and the ending of Metro Exodus is depressing as shit. It really is. Uh, depressing, good. depressing, like, as the actual story, depressing in the arc of the series. No, it's depressing in the actual story, and I probably okay. got the bad ending, too, because I killed the cultists. Like, the, there's a level in that game where you're not... It, the, you can go through the whole level without killing anybody, and if you do, it kind of changes the ending. I've not seen the good ending, so I don't know, but I know I killed a lot of those dudes because I was killing a lot of people in that game. Um, so I'm assuming I got the bad ending. I guess I should YouTube the good ending to see if it's any better, but the ending I got was depressing as shit. But l- um, let's be fair, Metro is a pretty depressing game. <laughs> yeah, that's the reason why I was asking if it was like depressing as a letdown of the series or depressing in the actual game. Nah, I mean... People are living underground and having to trade bullets for well, not other this game. items and food. Not no, this... but in, just in general, that's a depressing thought. Yeah, it's still depressing, but not as depressing because you're actually outside oh. now. You know. Also, I found the game. It's uh, Street Fighter Anniversary Collection, where it allowed you to play as like any character from the Street Fighter Two against like any rendition of Street Fighter Two. So it was like the original version of Ryu versus like hyper fighting. Or whatever, and that was released on PlayStation Two and Xbox. Yeah, yeah, I own that. That's the one that's broken, where you can ha- like certain characters are way stronger than they are in later modes, and you can take that early version and break the game because like other characters aren't. Yeah, that's the one I was thinking of. It was very much like that, apparently. I think that's the trilogy. one that uh, Wombat and I both bought. The what was it? The two hundred and fifty dollar arcade stick. Yep. Yeah. 
it's an awesome arcade stick. It is, but it's useless now. Yep. <laughs> yep. <laughs> well, actually, that's not true because I have a uh, um, I have a PS3 or PS2 to USB adapter. Oh, so you can just use it on anything? Uh, I haven't tried it on the new consoles because I really haven't had a need to. Um, it worked fine on the um, uh, 360 and PS3. I have bought so many arcade sticks in my life that I just don't use anymore. Like, I have the MK9 stick as well, the one that you could customize. It had, like, the open compartment you could store stuff in. Yep. You know why I bought that? Why? Because Amazon was the only place that was offering the reptile skin. When you Oh, yeah. And they put that thing on sale for 100 bucks, so I bought it just to get the skin and the stick. Nice. I bought MK9 from three different retailers just to get different skins. Wow. Oh my god. You are crazy. I love Mortal Kombat, John. You are still crazy. I, you know what? <laughs> I can't give him shit. I own way too many copies of Wonder Boy, so... And you know what's right. funny is, it, and this was back before I knew that like they would eventually make them available. They origi- they initially, eventually just released a Mortal Kombat 9 Definitive Edition that had every skin. That was in the game. Yeah, but you didn't know that was coming. I get it. I, I'm not defending it, but I, I get it. I'm, I've been there. I was just obsessed with Mortal Kombat. They sent me a free copy for the PS3, and then I bought three copies for the 360. Oh, my God. Including the collector's edition from GameStop, which had the statues, the Sub-Zero and Scorpion statue, the Amazon version, which had the uh, fight stick, and then I forget where I got the third version. It might have been Walmart or something because they had another skin. I like Mortal Kombat. Hey, I got it. We all know. But I've gotten very smart. Uh, Why does Dustin not give you shit about saying that you love Mortal Kombat every week? You, you, do, you, do, you wanna, do you want to know why he doesn't give I, me... Because he gets under my skin. Exactly. Right when people make fun of me, I'm just like, yep. Yep. That's I got right. it. I know why. I'm just saying. It's annoying. <laughs> and that's why he I, I, I get it. Again, I get it. <laughs> But they did it long enough to get... A, a, people have done it long enough to get under my skin. So, yeah. No shit, it worked. Yeah, no. People... people When people say something to me, I'm just like, yeah. I mean, you sat here and listened to me talk for two and a half hours. Who's the dumb one? <laughs> I'm just... I'm just throwing that out here. That's all I'll say. You know? You do oh, I, did, I didn't make the show, for, you know. <laughs> I didn't make the show for you. You were just stupid enough to listen. You just, you know, you get on there and you're like, you suck. You, you're a terrible podcast host. I'm like, really? Did you enjoy the conversation we had at the two-hour mark? Because I know you listened. <laughs> anyway, that's all the tweets. You want to tweet us? at M4G Podcast. You want to shoot us an email? It's podcast at ZTGD.com. Our podcast sucks, but it turned around at the two-hour mark. Nobody cares about... We've been doing this long enough to know that there are a lot of people that listen to us and enjoy it, and that's fine. Eh. And there's a lot of people that listen to us. I don't know why. And... You, it, really, it really dropped last year when you invited Anthony on, both of them. You know, well, you know, we had to downgrade from Gambus to Anthony. Hey, I get it. I'll never <laughs> fill that hole. I understand. No, I'm just fucking with you. Hey, you know what, though? It's true. 
I'm not. I'm not even. I'm, I loved Canvas on the show. Well, when he showed up. I was like, oh shit. Let's uh, let's put it into perspective here. People love Gambus on this show, right? This is a show people download to listen to video game discussion. Gambus didn't play video games. That's true. <laughs> the last time, the last time he was on, he was talking about being at the uh, Superman Museum. Or exactly. So people don't really like the show for the video game discussion. I don't think. So you know oh, that's all I got. So I'm so sorry, everybody. Yeah, but they they don't like your video game conversation because you like weird shit like Wonder Boy. <laughs> hey, what, Monster Boy. See, that's not fair. Everybody talks well about Monster Boy. I didn't hear people going. Ugh. Well, that was a new game. You know, you're still talking about the so fucking Master System games. Got released like nine, two years ago. You still talk about the Master System games. That's that's nobody cares about those. Master System don't. was a shitty system. <laughs> I put him. I put him into silence with that one. You just take your small victories. That's all I can say. <laughs> that could have been a lot worse. That's all I'm thinking. Oh, that was funny. Uh, you can follow all of, all, of, all of all of us on Twitter. I'm at ztgd. John, you're still at John WUK, right? Oh yeah, indeed. Yes. Yeah, I don't see you tweet very much though, so don't follow him. Um, nah. <laughs> Ryan's at Wombat RP. Anthony's at NTRSKT Wonder Boy Three. <laughs> Minus the Wonder Boy Three part. Sorry. You can follow the site as ETGD content, and you can listen to this show every single week. Every week. Every week. Every week. And you can read our reviews because they're irrelevant. I was uh, I had a conversation with somebody on Twitter about that the other day about how reviews were irrelevant now. They are becoming that way because people like Let's Players and YouTubers. And you know what? That's fine. I don't do it no, for the they're relevancy. They're irrelevant because everything's shit. Everything's shit. Everything sucked. <laughs> thanks. I was gonna say thanks, Tony Sterling. Yeah. <laughs> it's shit. It's all shit. Me. Are you? Whoa, 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 whoa! We need to back this up. Was that Anthony's attempt at a British accent? Because I need to hear that again. I'm sure, not, sounded I'm, French to me. I just fucking everybody. I hate everybody. That's the best way to be. John's got the shittiest British accent. I don't know what you're talking about. I know, and I'm fucking British. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was the most British sound sample I've ever heard in my life. <laughs> Anyway, that's a show for this week. Next week would be oh, also if you've listened this long, I'm proud of you. But if you're really, if you're really, really sleuthy, you found this episode the day before it came out because I got to upload it tonight because I'm I'm flying tomorrow. Uh. So I'm actually going to upload it and it's going to be available on the on the RSS feed a day early. Uh. So if you're listening to this on Sunday, you are a sleuthy person. Wow. Yeah. Congratulations, you didn't win shit. Goodbye. <laughs> I'm gonna be honest. Do you do you not realize apps like tell you like, hey a new podcast is out? Real sleuthy. Fuck you. <laughs> if you have a functioning hour it's feed. That's true. Uh, mine's half functional. I don't even fuck it. He doesn't listen to this show. He's on it. Yeah, I don't listen to this shit. And he, he doesn't listen when, when he's on it. Who, who you would heard listen? Me talk? Why would you listen? Who, who would listen to this shit for two hours? I don't know. Alrighty. And it goes something like this. A big fail.